Welcome to Tiger Turf Talk. We're excited to be partnering with the Toro Company to kick off an all-new summer series focused on their upcoming Grounds Leadership Academy happening in June. Over the next 10 weeks, we will be releasing podcasts following Drew's road trip to Minneapolis and back, where he will be meeting with Grounds professionals across the country. Please join us as we talk about their careers, the properties they manage, and their favorite Toro equipment. This episode of Tiger Turf Talk is brought to you by The Toro Company. For over 100 years, The Toro Company has been a leader in innovative solutions for turf maintenance. Through a strong network of professional distributors, Toro proudly offers a wide range of commercial-grade equipment. Visit Toro.com to explore their full lineup of products. Welcome back to the Toro Grounds Leadership Podcast Tour here in St. Louis, Missouri at City Park with the Director of Grounds. Mr. Josh McPherson, one of the best in the industry. How are you doing this morning? Great. Thanks for coming out. No, thanks for having me. Uh, I mean, it's a beautiful facility. We got to go see the stadium. You got the U.S. men's national team. I mean, it's chaos. You know, it's great chaos that we all love and love to be a part of. What has it been like, you know, getting all this set up and ready to go? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like, you know, you get upset a little bit because you're like, oh, it takes me out of my routine, you know, because we have a first team match Saturday. We have the second team match Sunday. So it's like, awesome. We have these other events happening. Mm-hmm. And, but it's also what makes it fun and exciting is managing all the chaos. And it's yeah. like when you get past the fact like it's more work, it's like, oh, it's pretty cool. Like yeah. <laughs> literally in a couple hours, the U.S. men's national team will be training on, on our training fields. Which is awesome. So they're doing a couple trainings here. Uh, and it's awesome, too. And then and then our team will be training at the same place. So it's kind of the, the fun and excitement of having everything all at once. Yeah. Like it, like everywhere else, they, they train on the training fields, but it's actually where the stadium is and where our teams are. So, like, our teams Five feet are sharing. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's <laughs> but awesome. But they're sharing our facilities, too. Feet, you know, they're eating, working out, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, interactions are t- going to happen, and it's just fun to see, you know, the highest level. Really, I mean, MLS highest level, but, like, the, <laughs> the, the countrymen see their – peers in a way that's you know different and that's a lot of fun to see you know yeah and i'm to be honest i'm really excited that trinidad is in tobago are coming because oh, that's awesome when i was at george mason mm-hmm. two of the soccer players worked for me they both had time with the national team that's awesome uh, and and one of them actually coached for a while that's, so i'm kind of excited so cool. to actually like name drop a little bit and see if it, like, hey, I, you I'm, know this person you yeah. know possibly some of these guys on this team yeah. might have been under tebow and he was the academy coach. Yeah, so. yeah, that's so cool. You know, because those are the, those are the things you don't really pay attention to as peers in the industry or the connections you're making with you know the players, whether it's coaches or whatever, and how that sort of interconnects. And you know, I remember in Pittsburgh when uh, the Mets coaches came back and a couple other players are like, "Hey, what's going on?" I'm like, the fact your memory is just so awesome, you know, because yeah, yeah, you're like, wait a second, like yeah, I'm not supposed to be interacting with you, but we made enough connections, like that we can do this. So I think that's just awesome to see. And um, obviously we talked right before your first match ever yeah. on the stadium pitch. How is it going? How's everything, you know, facility wise, crew wise, just sort of building, you know, sort of the, the foundation of the culture of city uh, St. Louis city soccer club. Yeah. It's been unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it's been a, lot, a challenge and a lot of work and, you know, we're still technically kind of in construction phase right now, mm-hmm. like when the screen's going yeah, yeah, you know, all these months later, yeah, uh, those kind of things, mm-hmm. like the little details. But we're nearing the end of all that, and um, you know, it was good to go through a winter. Our team started training like January sixth. The first people were on the field, so <laughs> uh, you know, really had to use that heating system with the Bermuda because yeah, yeah. it was completely uncovered. Yeah, you know, yeah. For most of January and February, except for maybe like 
10 days. So relying on that and, uh, you know, we put on our first spray out of one of our practice fields and we played with the weather. This yeah, yeah. And seeing, like, no huge spots of winter kill. Yeah. Where the high traffic area areas are or anything. So that's real exciting. Northbridge, right? Yep, we're Northbridge. Awesome. So, um, I mean, we had some really cold days in there, you know, and, and really no snow here in St. Louis. So yeah, we yeah. didn't get, like, the natural cover almost I ever. gotcha. And then, and then now, it's, and it's learning the stadium too. Like now, we see where our shade area is. Really, you know, you you kind of know you have all the diagrams. Yeah. But yeah. Then as we're transitioning out, we see okay, we're mainly ryegrass, mainly Bermuda, and kind of just living with that stadium for one year before we do anything drastic. You know, for sure. Kind of go through that whole. Season, you know, and, and then since we talked, we you know added our second team to. Our stadium. So yeah. Yeah. Just the first team and having those seventeen matches. You know, we thought maybe we'd have seventeen to twenty. Now we added another 13 mm-hmm. and now uh, we've had the women's national team. They had a really good trip. I wouldn't be surprised if they ever, come back. you know, I think they really liked it. And that's, that's phenomenal. You know, there's uh there's so many things that uh, you don't take into account, like the different events, things going on. I'm sure a lot of those are coming down the pipeline for you as well, whether it's concerts and other things, you know, um, well, that's the great thing yeah. about here is that we are committed to being a really to be a, a, a world class soccer facility. That's awesome. So um, we have no plan at this moment for concerts. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be awesome. But that's been that reassured way. by the yeah. high the highest people, and yeah, then yeah. and then also I'm very fortunate that any such extra event that comes through, mm-hmm. I have a say and, and a legitimate say. That's awesome. Like it's not just a courtesy. Yeah, yeah. It's an actual like seat at the table. Do you approve of this or not? Why or why not? Yeah. yeah. Which is, it's hard to do and hard to get that from, you know, anyone who's like in a position of like, this is our team and this is how we want to make money. And being well, able to have that say, it's just unheard of usually in this industry. And it's, so. and I understand the, the, the need to make money to afford everything oh, yeah. we're doing yeah, i yeah. understand the people's jobs it is to bring events in and so it's just having that working relationship and then having the confidence in the in the background to be like this is why i don't think we should have this and absolutely I, I pretty much said you know if it's soccer it i mean let's do it yeah no, no for sure for sure um Obviously, there's the cultural practices that you're focusing on, and there's so many things that you guys have done this first year, whether it's the heating system, obviously, covers, all the things. What did this first year show you towards sort of how your cultural practice is moving forward, whether it's like fertility, uh, cultivation, uh, heating? Again, it's just there's so many things in my mind's going a hundred different ways of what you've been through this year on the ground level of Freezing, freezing cold, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> extremely, yeah. extremely hot like it is today. Yeah, I mean, like, I think our second or third match, we yeah. iced over the field with the pre-match watering. It was gotcha. so cold, and then Wednesday was 90-something. Yeah, yeah, so we've had them already. <laughs> Thanks, St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I mean, that's why I always, I mean, the people who grow grass here in this mid-Missouri, Kansas City, Columbia, yeah, yeah, yeah. St. Louis, like, I mean, I, like I was in Virginia, like, it's really hard here. Cause, and then Fun stuff, right? You just don't know. <laughs> like I said, we're just spraying out. Usually I'm done by june 1 still 75 in virginia yeah right it's you awful know. um so yeah it's it's hard right and then um i think the biggest one is and everyone told me this is like there's no no person no manual no book no professor who's going to tell you how the shade is going to be in your own stadium for sure and that's true and so we've learned that and you know like we kind of took the 
like scattered approach, like move the lights here, move the lights here, move the lights here. And I think what we need to really do probably next year is more focus on a particular area yeah. and almost not sacrifice another area, but like, we're just going to plan on resodding this part and we'll mm-hmm. keep everything alive in this part, Yeah, yeah. you know? And then, and then too, you know, we're going to, we're, we're talking about maybe doing some kind of stitching just in a couple of the, maybe nice. the ref runs or maybe the warm up areas. We're very fortunate. Um, we, we have about, you know, three to four yards behind the goal area, yeah, yeah. which is perfect for a warm up on grass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm very fortunate that my team chooses to use the artificial part unless a guy is really getting ready to go in and then they move over to the grass. Yeah, so, yeah. But the visiting teams, uh, you know, definitely are going to use the grass, which is fine. It's their, Normal, they're, it's yeah. their right, their prerogative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's there for that reason. We just right. don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but maybe playing around with just stitching those small spots yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that aren't on the field. And then it's, you know, we're, we're talking about this as a transition from grass to maybe a stitched grass to the yeah, art. we have a an infill artificial collar Ball, uh, border um, yeah botter. yeah it's you know built just like a field you know it, it doesn't have you know it's not on concrete or anything it's on yeah. the stone and so it's almost like it could be a you know, like a transition that's too. awesome um so we're playing around that i need to see it in person first to make so sure. i i got to see it twice you know uh ryan up in yep. minnesota and then uh joe hill in iowa state they have yeah. they have a stitch uh it's really cool so what was cool about at Iowa State, Joe brought me down on the stadium, and you can see where the cheerleaders, you know, at t- you know, attack like how yeah, yeah. it was just lines. Yep, yeah. <laughs> well, it, they, you could see the spots, but you could see the fibers, you know, there, yeah. and it's growing back in. But like, obviously, it's bluegrass, so it's not as like aggressive as Bermuda right now. But it it didn't look that terrible you know with like again a wear spot with the hybrid stitching underneath it you kind of look like artificial turf in the middle yeah. of it so and that's um, the worst thing I, that south side especially yeah because it really loses the sun quickly and like yeah. how does that look you know exactly you know it was really it's really cool you know to see just sort of how it and honestly with fifa coming you know the world cup coming like it's it's kind of part of the standard almost, you know. Certain guys will say, "Yeah, no, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to use it." Like, there's no point. Like, it's Bermuda grass. Like, right, right. It makes sense to not use it, but like, you know, seeing it, I think it's probably going to change the game. I mean, from what you've seen, what do you think? You know, hybrid pitches and yeah, not you just know, like I'm a, not a huge like you know. Of course, everyone was pitching those when I got here. I'm like, why would I do that for Bermuda grass? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and and I'm kind of still that way. Yeah, so but I haven't Bermuda done grass. it. But like the areas I'm looking at are pretty much the shade wear areas. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're Bermuda grass in theory, yeah. but they're really rye grass. Yeah, they hurt, you know, because yeah. there's no sun. Yeah, know, yeah. So. And so yeah, looking at that and seeing what we could do, and then. You know what I'm real curious is is getting it in the summer to see how hot those fibers get. So uh, at, I had the same question, yeah. and Joe said, you know, it really is shaded. You don't really see how hot it gets. It's like mm. it's no different than a natural surface. I'm like, really? I'm like, I feel mm. like I feel like it would just get super hot. You know? I don't know. I you know I got to do a lot of artificial fields at Mizzou. Oh, yeah. I always, <laughs> always bring people out there. I'm like, so you think it's the sand and rubber? Yeah. That no, no. makes the difference. It's I go walk on this right yeah, now. It's yeah. these fibers are hot, They're crazy. Yeah, like I go the sand and rubber contributes, but like it's you know it's the plastic <laughs> fibers. Plastics yeah. is stuff that heats up. You know, it's not it's, it's yeah. not just the black chrome rubber guys. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, no, I'm really intrigued. You know, and one of your former uh, professors is obviously leading the way on that research with Dr. Rogers. Correct? Am I yep, right? Yep. Um, Roger and Sorokin. Are- and Sorokin. <laughs> Which he was, yeah, that's right. He was a, a 
grad student. Yeah, he was a grad student. And then he was actually on my graduate student uh, committee gotcha. at Virginia Tech. Really? He had just gotten to Tennessee and gotcha, I'd gotcha. asked and he had some, he had the knowledge with the shade and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we joke. I'm, you know, like I said, still his grad student technically because I haven't graduated yet. <laughs> Twenty some years later, <laughs> just just call goat name. Like, hey man, you know, it's been a while, but let me just like defend. <laughs> well, actually, I mean, we do, we do that conversation every. To be completely honest, it's uh, I'm out of state now, uh-huh. and uh, a lot of money just to defend those. You can use my address for your yeah right. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, Josh lived in my house past year. Just That's long right. commute. It's no biggie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I, well, I didn't. I should have done it. We rented our house, you know, in Alexandria, Virginia for like 10 years. Really? In Columbia. So I technically had it. I didn't you make even, a lot of money. I didn't even think about it. That's, like, a, that's a good rental property. Good for you. Yeah, it was It was challenging and fun. Well, yeah. not, we, I, meant, I meant like charging them a certain amount. Alexandria is a very, very expensive place. Yeah. Getting more expensive. It's crazy. Northern Virginia is... Yeah, my wife and I are lucky. We decided we're like, you know, or just the two of us, we got a little, you know, six hundred square foot condo. We're like, yeah, let's yeah. live in Old Town. And, you know, it, it was fun. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Um, now, obviously, there's been a lot of experience from college, professional, all these different places. How has that sort of played into your role here? You know, setting up all of your programs, your staff, everyone, just to be successful and where you're at today. You know, hosting the U.S. Men's National Team. Yeah, well, so it's it's managing expectations mm-hmm. and managing personalities, For right? Sure. Yeah, and so that I mean that's where you, college athletics prepares you well. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of personalities, yeah, there. and especially once we got into the SEC, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, like you know, a lot of reasonable coaches became hard coaches, mm-hmm. not yeah. not because they demand anything different. The stress on them was so much greater yeah yeah you know so it just translates right mm-hmm, for sure and you know and, and so you you sometimes catch them at their weakest and it's hard right they, they, they maybe you know you're friendly enough maybe they need to unload they need to just yeah. talk to some, you know but anyway it's managing all these personalities and giving everyone what they think they want but also um doing this for over 20 years um, yeah, yeah. i'm totally confident in saying no yeah or as long you know, and I understand I, have I, wish to have I reason, could do that. Right. I wish but like I could do that. <laughs> um, like I'm not afraid of a difficult conversation anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can just like it 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 doesn't you know, I'll still you. fret and worry and call something. I'm like, ah, oh, this happened. But really I'm I'm not afraid to go into one and no, like for sure. Um you know, I'm I'm people in here giving advice and whatever like i'm smart enough to like listen in my ego yeah. i can keep in check to listen but i'm also experienced enough to be like no that's not gonna no happen shot. or you might think that but actually i've done that and it doesn't yeah. work you know yeah no, no. The, and that's again experience is a huge part of like understanding like controlled chaos like like we've been saying you know dealing with dealing with you know a situation that pops up and somebody thinks they're in the right and it's something that you have to approach in a way like maybe but you know i've done this and it's happened this way and let's try it this way you know yeah. like, you know and it like I said and everyone wants the best for their own team you yeah, know? yeah and so you gotta realize from the lens they look at everything like our interaction is gonna be so small like you know 
minutes, maybe not even an hour, right? Yeah, yeah. And but they're going to be coming. It's like they're coming back to their family, right? They're responsible for that. Yeah, so yeah. they, you know, so just knowing what everyone's trying to get out of it. Yeah. So how's it been? You know, building your staff on the ground floor, being able to bring in the people that you think are best to suited for these positions and these fields, and how's that gone? How's everything going? It's gone well. Like, you know, we had this idea before everyone was going to kind of rotate around and mm-hmm. then it just it caused for no accountability. <laughs> you know, so we saw that and we we recognized that. And so then we kind of divided up some of the, t- the tasks. And then the, the, the tricky part with how I manage is, is you know, is I, I, I like to let people make decisions. Yeah. And then I've got to own those wrong decisions. But also, like, it, um it's the same way, like giving feedback and stuff. Like sometimes people don't want to hear. They don't. Yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. doing it my way. Like yeah. I'm still, I'm still the director of all this, and I still have to answer everyone too. And so there might be, well, you might like to do it that way, but this is how we're going to do it. Yeah, my way. And then you know, as you know, it's like finding that balance. And I've I've learned this too from working other places. Sometimes you got to let people do it their way. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Also, yeah, it and works in the it end. It works yeah. right because there's so many ways to do it. <laughs> yeah, um, and so you know, finding that balance, and then, but also still like lazy, but like complacent. Like I got to make sure I'm still in charge. Though. Yeah, like, yeah, not not by boss, but like I still got to have my eye on everything. Just because you're For in sure. charge of this doesn't mean it's. Going yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't not look at it for like if two you're, weeks, right? If you're yeah. able to put your two cents into their, you know, ideas, like, hey, just make sure that it gets to this point, type of thing. Like, we want to be here. This is what I think. If we go your way, it might go this way, but I know this is going to go the right way if we do it this way, type of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, and you know, and, and like you know, and there's all those little ticks you have too because you've made a big mistake in your life, and yeah. so you'll say it over and over again, and like even. <laughs> You know, I was gone, wasn't here for one of the matches, did some COVID stuff and all that. But, like, I'm texting, like, the water's off, right? You know, like, that's one of my... <laughs> Don't let it turn on, please. Like, yeah, because, like, you know, at, at Tech, that was my job. Like, at Lane, I went down in that pit. I don't know if they still have it. and had to, I turned the water off. To I don't make, think it's in a pit anymore, but, yeah, yeah I know sure what you're talking about. And then, but then... That same time when I was at Tech, we hosted a NCAA women's, you know, soccer tournament, yep. and yep, yep. it was at a weird time. And guess what happened? That irrigation popped on, right? <laughs> so I've had it happen. And then you see, you know, every time it happens in the professional levels, you just see it all over the uh. internet. Yeah, you know, right? So, but, like, these guys, they, they, I, I know I annoy them, but I'm like, water's off, right? Like, you text me the water is off, like, that you've turned it off. Like, this know? is officially not going to happen, and I don't have to think about it the rest right. of the night. Just, like, yeah. right there. See, they're standing right next to that head. It's going gonna, it's gonna to pop yeah, in their face. Right. <laughs> well, even, too, like, we're such a technology. This is always my favorite. We're so technologically advantaged in our stadium, everything's Wi-Fi, everything's everything. Well, all the food transactions happen pre-match and halftime when we're trying to water. Mm-hmm. And the first couple of times we try to do the, like the turn on the water through our phones. Yeah. And like you're getting resistance. And my fear is, is like the signal is still <laughs> floating around. Like, wait a and second. All of a sudden, once Don't the, you dare land. Don't, yeah, you right? Stay up there until right. after the game. Where, where does that signal go when yeah. it's like, oh, it didn't complete. Well, did it not complete? You know, that's all, you know, yeah. I, don't, I don't know enough about the technology to know if that's even possible. No, no. But no. that's my fear. But it's like, always in the back of your brain. Like Everyone sits down, the Wi-Fi <laughs> picks back up. No. Now we Actually, the Wi-Fi is great now, yeah, you know, yeah. after we got through the first couple matches. But like, you know. Goes, boop, boop, boop. But yeah, yeah. So right, you know, it's like that. Just managing that, and and then making sure people, when they get feedback, are okay with the feedback. Yeah. 
Baseball season is upon us. Toro's Field Pro 6040 was created with ball fields in mind. The Field Pro's multi-tool system allows four tools to be carried at once, significantly reducing the time required preparing infields. Scarifying, grading, and dragging can now be completed in a single pass, saving you time and effort. Visit Toro's website today to learn more about the Field Pro 6040. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's something hard and really a big part of this industry, you know, especially with the event. You know, leadership such a critical aspect that really we don't think is talked about enough or, you know, utilized enough when it comes to whether it's a conference space or discussion or whatever. Um, for you, what it would be sort of your definition of leadership and how do you see you sort of, you know, fit that role in, again, a space like this with so many people that you interact with, not just your staff, but like the players, the ownership, every group, you know, how does that play into your leadership role? So I, I do have a specific style, so it's called positive coaching. Love that. So um, Dr. McGuire, who was our track coach when I first got to Mizzou, has a, a PhD in psychology, has this institute for positive coaching. Mm-hmm. And so um, when I was at Mizzou, they one year were like, hey, free admission, you know, to get to go to this. And it was really cool. And I went and I was like with the wrestling coach and like and then they had all these coaches from around. Some people flew in different states. Yeah. yeah. And I just soaked it up because, again, you don't learn any of this. Right. Like and mm-hmm. at that point, I. Ten years been in charge, right? Yeah, but yeah. Like I said, also you're just in charge. You know, I was 25, and they're like, "Here, you're in charge of people now, and, and budgets and all this." Yeah, you're like, "Yeah, uh, yeah." I guess you that's yell at me. people, that's right? Me. That's okay. <laughs> but luckily, I worked for Casey, who didn't really yell at people. So <laughs> that's true. So it's like, true. I didn't Casey. have that in my vernacular, you yeah. know. To like, I mean, but you do it right because you see other people do it. Yeah, you know? yeah. But, but it's really it's finding out what what makes people go. What's what, Find out about them, mm-hmm. take an interest in who you work with, mm-hmm. and then thrive, right? Yeah. And, you know, and, and care about the person. And if something bad happens, like sometimes, you know, you, you might get a little upset. Like, um, former baseball coach at Missouri, you know, told me, he's like, just because you're positive coaching doesn't mean you can't get after people yeah. either, you know? And we talk about being demanding without being demeaning. Mm-hmm. So, like, hold people accountable, but don't, you don't have to be mean about it. Yeah, yeah. Like most people, especially with the staff I've hired, they're going to feel bad enough when there's a mistake. Yeah. And, and we probably have to talk about it, but I don't have to make them like feel worse. Like, how <laughs> did you do that? Because, you know, when that happens to you, when is anyone yelling at you or pointing out your Something mistake that repeatedly? You want, yeah. Like, make you be like, you know what? I'm going to work harder for you. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're pretty for much sure. Like, no, it's like, like, eh. I'm done. With I'm you. demoralized. This is not. <laughs> this but isn't. also, too, it, you know, and it takes whatever, you know, my staff coaches uh the athletes on the team like mm-hmm. you know I, i've really uh, something i've focused on is trying to get to actually know them if there's little moments yeah that we can talk and yeah, yeah. you know and you know it's funny it pays back right so our our, our one uh, he plays all the positions uh was here training yesterday and i was coming by with my family just to get some stuff out of the office so he's pulling out of the parking lot and he easily could have just drove by right but he stops, rolls down his window, my kids, meet my wife, mm-hmm. you know, and that's someone that I've talked to a couple times here and there. And yeah. like, he didn't have to do that. Right. Yeah, yeah. But like you build these relationships that enough that, you know, he could have just pulled off, but he's like, Oh, say hi. Nice let's, little, let's meet. It means a lot to people. You know, I think, I think something that, uh, I mean, as an organization with like SFMA and whatnot, it's just trying to get notoriety with players in the sense of like, Hey, we're here for you. Like, and there are right. some players that don't 
even know who we are, you know? Um, but the, it's not only like, that's the first step. And then the, the second step is getting them to advocate for us, you know, with whatever it is, you know, like NFL players obviously want natural grass. Like mm-hmm. guess who that's going to, you know, thrust into the spotlight, the groundskeepers, you right. know, because you're talking about some of the most ridiculous places like a Buffalo or somewhere where you're going to get snow every weekend you yeah. know, during the season, like a natural grass is more difficult than artificial in that space. So that's that's something I think is really cool, and it means so much to us. You know, I think when when they take a, a minute to actually care about you, you know, and it's what five minutes out of their day, right? And my my kids were talking about it last night when I put them to bed too. You know, yeah, you know, no, that's, that's awesome. Cool. But it does it like so that that's what's great about uh, our sparring director Lutz and our head coach Bradley mm-hmm. and Hack and everybody. Like they've they've created a culture here where we are all integrated, so yeah. that. Every every player on the team knows who me and my staff are. Yeah, right. And like, for sure. they, they'll seek us out and say hi. You know, like, uh, and it's good because then we get direct feedback. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. And hey, that's we the like other this. Thing. We don't like this. That's and so. The other thing. What's great is we we've really done a lot of like testing on the fields, and so we get direct feedback. And then we're like, oh, they liked it this day. Okay. say this test is where we need to be. And, and, it's, then... and then that's what's happened. So like part of the reason we haven't done anything drastic to spray out the rye of the stadium, even though it's got the, a real yeah. kind of ugly modeled look right now. Eh, it's fine. For six, seven weeks, like someone has come up to us after every match and said, whatever you do, don't change it. This is the field I, that we want to play on. Yeah. You know, and so it makes it easy, right? Like, hey, okay, I know, well, I could do this and scalp this down and do this and lower the height. But, but like, every week they're like, this is how we like to play. Yeah. Like this. Yeah, so, yeah. And that's... And then and if I, I, you know, someone's like, why does it look like that? It's like, well, our players want it like this. No. And, and we I, keep winning. <laughs> I, that's a plus always. Um, and I also think that's something that, again, when you get the players' feedback and, you know, maybe people from the stands are like, what's going on there? Like, it's it doesn't matter what they think in the sense of, like, hey if we as players feel comfortable and safe on this playing surface, why would I want you to change it? You know? And that's, that's huge. And I think that's another part of having people advocate for us is them saying, this is what we want. This is the best playing surface we play on the entire league. Don't change it. Then people are going to be like, I wonder why, you know, like then let's look into who's doing it and who's doing what, you know, I think that just lends its hand to, you know, bringing sort of, you know, sports field management to the forefront of that. Well, very um, specifically, like early in the year, like mm-hmm. right, we had so we have Bermuda grass in January. Yeah, yeah. And the players were like, "It's really hard." Yeah, right. And so I was getting it from the coach. Yeah, we know it's hard too. Right. It's, <laughs> it's like January, it's guys. Like, <laughs> it's, it's twenty-three degrees yeah. out. We have no water. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like at, at one point, we have a leadership council. They mm-hmm. called me after after training, and yeah, they're yeah. like, "Hey, we got to do something," you know. And they're like, "Why are we going?" They're like, "Basically, like we just want to go to you. We know you. We see you every day. Yeah, yeah. We didn't want to go through the coaching staff. We just want to talk to you directly. Yeah, you know that's what's great. So the like I said, I think positive coaching, getting to know people. Yeah, I think that's like, awesome. Us being included, all of it rolls into then now we're getting direct feedback, which is I don't know if soccer is used to that. I um, think a lot of sports are, but but like baseball is right, like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that one's that one's interesting. You know, it's always funny because like you have the the good side of baseball, and then you have the like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time, uh, it was in Pittsburgh, and we were uh, playing. I think we were playing the Mets actually in the second baseman. Used to be the second baseman for uh, 
the pirates before. Uh, and so he calls out Matt because he met Matt when we were all sitting yeah. there with the people that we remember. Like, we made connections with in New York. And then in the game, it, like, hits up something and pops above his head. He's like, yeah, the old groundskeeper didn't keep it like this. This is trash. And it's like, yeah. it was a joke. Yeah. But a lot of people are like, right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you're not you're not being a nice guy there. I think it's, I think it was Neil Walker, but it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, no, those are things that I think are really important to you know move us forward and move everybody forward. So it's incredible that they're making those strides in the right direction for you, especially you know. Um, obviously, you know, with leadership comes mentorship, and you actually have one of my one of my former students, which is incredible, Julie Kessler. Um, how has that been sort of, you know, bringing her in as a summer intern just to see sort of, you know, how the MLS works and everything. How's it been? How's she doing? How are, yeah, it's going great. Like, you know, it's unfortunate, you know, tech gets out so late. They do. (laughs) Um, she starts really, so she started on this run of six straight weeks of matches (laughs) where it's pretty much just like almost that survive and advance mentality. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, we haven't got to do real like coaching yet. You know, we got a gap coming up, but there's a couple things like, you know, she sat on the sprayer with me one day, which was a lot of fun. It's actually the first time I had sprayed. Yeah. And, um, I didn't, I've never sprayed with a John Deere sprayer. Well, I I should say that's what I sprayed with at, um, you know, at Virginia tech. So it was like, you know, I, I wait used, a second. Where are yeah, you? Right? <laughs> Where's also, the like, button? On like I've thing? been spraying with one type for the last 10, 15, yeah, yeah. 15 years. Yeah, yeah. And I know that with, and I'm like, can you just keep looking out the side? <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing you're here. Yeah. Julie. You sit next to me. Like I showed her how I was mixing, but I'm like, I really need you to make sure I'm lined up. Right. Cause I've got like a internal compass. You yeah. Know? It kind of just, you know, puts me at a certain point and I know this is not the same size. So you're yeah, going to yeah, say yeah. Left, left. But I mean, but it's fun too. So she got to ride me while spraying. Yeah. And, um, and then we've, um, because our second team is here in the stadium, mm-hmm. that is her other, well, like one of her main jobs too, is she's working all the second team matches. So, gotcha. um, I was lucky at Mizzou, you know, we had almost all interns. We had more interns. Than yeah, 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 so yeah. I think I probably had 40 some in you know, 12 years, there, yeah, yeah. maybe more. I don't know. But, um, you know, so knowing how to like give them skills. So when they interview, like specific questions and so yeah. now like she can interview me like yeah i was in charge of setup for a professional soccer match yeah you know i did this i did this i was the one yeah you know who did all this like yeah. those are good interview questions like when have you been in charge when have you had to make a decision you know and then even like fun things i've given her like the ref runs and the warm-up areas so yeah, yeah that's her job after like you know saturday sunday match series like going leveling it out seating it and and i, I think after for five straight weeks and going into our sixth you know, we have some wear, but they don't terrible. Yeah. You know, they look like grass from far away. You know? <laughs> Which when it comes Which to is pretty good, the right? ref runs, you yeah. know, they're always awful, you know, yeah. so, and that's great. So, you know, it's, it's always good to have that, you know, experience. Obviously, you know, being able to run a game. I remember <laughs> Casey, freaking Casey. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I had been running games for a few years now, but then, uh, I think it was the lacrosse tournament. We had it in uh, uh, Lane for some reason. Oh, yeah, I remember that happened. Yeah, yeah. there was like a, a thunderstorm or whatever at like 9 o'clock at night, and I had to move everything to the new indoor, and I'm like, who put me in charge? Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> why right? am I here? But you did it, right? Yeah, yeah, we got yeah. it done, you know. I ran people through the tunnel. <laughs> they loved yeah, that. They all I'm had sure. a great time, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun until, you know, 
I was like, once I came off the heart attack, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, there are a lot of things that go into being a mentor and, you know, being obviously leadership tends to, you know, lead towards that. What do you think is important, you know, as you sort of the mentor for your, your staff, for Julie as the intern, what are you looking to accomplish in your time with them? Uh, just, uh, just giving them just a breadth of experience to make decisions and to feel comfortable in those decisions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, really fortunate part of it, of learning, but like giving them the opportunity to make yeah you know like yeah i know i i live i live in that now <laughs> yeah right so like it's okay yeah. right like we don't like it but it's okay yeah. you know it, it happens and, uh, learn from it and try not to let it happen again like don't yeah. do the same thing again yeah that's that's where you start to get the uh less nice way of <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah 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 you know and like i said don't dwell on it but yeah. learn from that mistake you yeah know, it's like a team losing you know if you dwell on it too long you're gonna miss the opportunity the next yeah. day or the next play so, um yeah so it's you know giving that the experience so you feel comfortable doing things for sure you know? yeah and that's that's something that you know in a professional setting is really hard you know because there's so many different pressures so many different expectations and being able to have that you know failure mine my greatest failure at the mlb is funny i was uh <laughs> sorry matt <laughs> I hit a wall pad like 15 yeah. minutes before a game. <laughs> I was like, this is not good. There's a big hole. <laughs> National television. It's great. It's great. It's great. You know, so like things like that, like you can't, you can't foresee it happening, but there's like no way to completely like avoid it. Right. You know, right. it just happens sometimes. And that's something that again, being a, a leader in different ways can lead to different things, you know? And I think that's, what's really cool about, you know, this industry is just learning from those mistakes and learning from those opportunities. I say opportunities to my kids so they don't feel, they don't feel like (laughs) they're a little more sensitive, you know? Um, uh, With everything here, you know, there are so many things going on. What is sort of what you're looking forward to here in the future coming up? Obviously men's national team, but in the year to come, any fun, great uh, things going on for you guys? Uh, I think the the biggest part is, and one of the real, real reasons I want to come work here is that we're more than a soccer club. Yeah. And um, it was the other, like I, I, I'm going to get the opportunity to not just be the groundskeeper. Yeah. So, um, we have our academies and we're doing things around the city and in Metro East. That's awesome. And so now we're getting those calls like, Hey, can you come help with our field? Yeah. Can you come help with our field? Yeah. yeah. You know, we're trying to get through this run here and then we're going to start our outreach. That's awesome. Gonna, hey, we need to do this and this and this. Yeah. And then with, with what we're doing, I think there'll be an opportunity to actually then go do. You know, and that's like, so cool. Um, and I, and that's, what's exciting. Like we're going to, Help this whole greater St. Louis Metro East like community just get better, you know. So whether it's like going to a park here or doing this, um, finding different ways to help in, improve the fields. You yeah, know, we got a call in the YMCA. We're going to go help them and give them some advice and yeah. even artificial fields. Like right? yeah, they for get sure. sold the non maintenance oh, package, gosh, right? Yeah, Let's... and so like trying to be like, hey, just if you just get this little simple brush or this, yeah. like it'll make a world of difference for sure. You know? And so that's, that's what I'm real excited about. That's awesome. Like the, like the get to help people, you know, and make sport accessible, which kind of ties into my parks and rec background. Yeah. yeah. Working with Boyd at Sylvania Parks and Rec, Washington, DC, like 
like you you see the impact sport can have on people and so and, and you never know how it can change their life in any any direction and absolutely so, like, especially for communities like dc and here you know like yep. it's it's life-changing for a lot of kids which is great. yeah and it, like our academy is free yeah so we we are encouraging we don't want money to be the limiting factor yeah of someone being able to Sell. And so we start at the young level, they kind of scout, and then you mm. know, if someone's good enough, they can get admittance into you know the, the academy program, and the cost will not keep that from happening. Yeah, you know? which is awesome. You know, that's something that kids can like look up for and like, hey, this is what I want to do, and it's so close. You know, that's yep. that's just awesome. Um, obviously, this is a little bit of a Toro, you know, tour here. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, I got to ask, you know. Over the years, Toro's probably been a big part of your career, and oh, yeah. whether it's been you know the equipment you're working for, all of the things, the connection you make with Boyd. What has it been like, you know, using Toro equipment? Do you have any favorite Toro equipment that you love and you still use today? Um, and how has this sort of had an impact on your career? Yeah, so I mean, I mean, it's great, right? So Boyd now works there, and yeah, so yeah. that's who I work. My first sports tour job was working for him. I also won the Toro Watson scholarship Very as a nice. graduate student Very and nice. so and and dr watson was still alive then so i got That's to sit so with cool. him and meet them and uh, actually there's a pretty cool photo i don't know how many years ago it was but it's it it, it uh, toma came up to dr watson while we were yeah. talking and to get to hear those two share war stories it's like wow was pretty awesome yeah, yeah, you yeah. know right um and so uh and then i've done some of like their the tours they used to do and yeah, i yeah. did one probably 15 20 years Go, you gotcha. know, when, when one of the like the 360 mower was like gotcha. experimental, right? Yeah, 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 talk yeah. About yeah. It, right? <laughs> I ended up with one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like I ended up buying one at, at George Mason. Yeah, or, I mean, I'm sorry, at uh, Mizzou and loved it. But um, I uh, I've always been a big fan of their sprayers. I really like their sprayers. Um, we we'll start getting to you know right like so we built in the middle of a pandemic with a supply chain issue yeah, right? yeah, yeah. so we've got a workman right now uh we've got some we're in line for you know uh, possibly an aerator i love their you know the 1298 yeah yeah and i could just fly on those like i never, <laughs> I never used to mark irrigation heads i'd yeah, literally just yeah. on my phone be like run for three minutes and i could go up and down the, the nice. I love that. Never, like, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, like I, I, their sprayers are. are yeah, I do. Their mower. I used a fifty-five ten for the last fifteen. Years. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm looking. I'm curious what they're going to do with hybrids and electric. And all that. Yeah. Um, I have a big interest in that. Yeah, they've got some incredible stuff. You know, it's. And then what's I've always had is like it's the <laughs> it's so cliche, but the, you know their slogan count on it. You know, like yeah. there it's just something that's always going to work. And if not, they they have great dealers that service it in like no time at all if you need to. You know, and it's mm-hmm. just it's just a company that you know it's really incredible. You know, to see how successful they've been even through this really rough time. You know, with the supply chain and everything. Right. So it's yeah, really I cool mean, my. You know, other people with Toro, State, yeah. You know, and Jeff Clark, um, he was my salesman, yeah. In Virginia, I, I, know he's, <laughs> I don't know what he does exactly. No, yeah, yeah, I got you. But no, it's it's awesome to see. Now, uh, I do want to wrap up on this because I know you have people to be with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I give you. Um, 
Best words of advice. You know, I have asked you this last time, but like when you talk about like your experience here and everything that you've learned, what are your best words of advice for, you know, a younger generation, maybe a Julie, you know, moving forward in this industry and sort of trying to find their way. And again, something that's not so simple to do as a kid and, you know, moving forward and seeing those things sort of come to light. Yeah, it's hard. You know, I'm pretty sure I said like do everything, you know, before, um, which still stays true, but like, know how you how you treat people matters yeah you know um learn that that investing in people is worth it yeah and you'll get bigger rewards you know so just 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 treat people right and and do you know use that Mm -hmm. as your avenue and don't be afraid to talk to people yeah they might shut you out but it's like you know you'll be you'll be amazed if you take an interest in something what they're doing it can open up conversations to bigger things exactly it's gonna be something well i want to thank you so much for having me i can't thank you enough i'm excited to walk around a little bit with you before heading out and uh yeah so best of luck this season and everything that's going on so thank you again yeah thank you yeah the Toro company is known for innovation for example the real master 5010h improves performance and productivity the industry's first and only real mower with a true hybrid drive system Save up to 20% on fuel use while also lowering costs and lowering the vehicle's carbon imprint. Visit Toro's website today to learn more about this revolutionary mower and discover the power of sustainable and efficient grounds maintenance.